0: Do you want to kick it off? Do you want to do the hello, it's Friday? Sure.
1: It's Friday. It's
0: Friday.
1: This is Dave Lindsay here with Mark Santa Steven.
0: Hello, Dave. And you're listening to Getting Into Games. Getting Into Games, the podcast about board games. We have a great episode today. Yes, we're going over our trip to... PAX Unplugged. Yes. Now, before we do that, I just want to mention to everybody, you and I are both dying. Yes. It's... I'm...
1: Getting over a thing,
0: so if I sound nasally, more nasally than usual. If you start blowing your nose or you hear drops, sounds like something's dripping onto the microphone. <laughs> that's Dave. That's me. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's from his nose. Um, you're 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 on the upswing. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. yeah fingers crossed. Uh, my situation, I. Um, I my situation is I'm old now apparently. Yeah. And that's about that's about it. Yeah. So I put my daughter to bed for a nap and I like stood up. And like my back was like, nope. <laughs> Not ready yet. Yeah, and and then I was like staggered around my home for a little bit and and walked over and then shortly after she went down I took a little nap uh and I was like, maybe my back will be fine after the snap here. <laughs> <laughs> and then my son comes into the room and wakes me up. He wakes me up and I stretch my leg, my stretch out, and my, my leg gets a Charlie horse and oh, my, my calf God. just <laughs> up and I was like, oh. <laughs> and uh, then and then ridiculous. I go I go to I stand up out of the bed and my leg like oh <laughs> It's, it's all sore. And then my back is sore as I stand up. And I'm just like, forget it. Yeah. We're done. We're in bad shape. We're, this is over. So, yeah, so no, yeah. Hopefully we're... Both of us... Getting better. Healing. Uh I don't know, man. I think I think I see the end of the road coming here for me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It hit it hit 30 years and it's just... It's all downhill from it's there. It's just <laughs> downhill from there, man. Uh Anyway... Uh, we're t- talking about our trip to PAX Unplugged, which yep. happened like two months ago. <laughs> yeah. Finally getting around recording an episode to for it. it. Yeah, we've had a couple uh, of couple big things going on, good things going on, and uh, but now we're finally getting together. We're getting some, some stuff recorded today, uh, doing a couple episodes at once. One of those episodes is PAX Unplugged. Yes. Yes. Uh, and, you know, I really think that our motto at Dead bird and getting into games is, you know, dead bird. You heard it here, third. <laughs> 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 I like that. Yeah. That can be, we'll yeah, get, that get around can be to mayor. it.
1: <laughs> dead bird, you hear, heard it here, Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it just rolls
0: off the tongue. It rolls off the tongue. You heard it here, third. <laughs> we'll get around it. We'll, we'll do stuff and we'll talk about it. At some point. Yes. <laughs> uh um, PAX Unplugged was a great time. Um uh and yeah, we we uh it was our first convention. Yeah, first convention. Um both
1: as a a unit in Deadbird and getting into games. Um and also just in general. I don't I've never been to a, a board game convention before and you haven't either, so...
0: Have you gone to, like, a comic book convention or anything like that? Yeah, I've been to several comic book conventions. Anime um, convention. I know you're a big uh, anime con I person. No,
1: anime conventions. No.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you don't have
1: to be embarrassed. Not that so. I'm against it. I mean, anime, I don't know. I, I couldn't... I used to like anime a lot more when I was growing up. But yeah. I have a hard
0: time watching anime now. I, if all I had to watch was anime, I probably would be fine. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's when I'm alone, I watch cartoons. And by cartoons, I mean Futurama and anime. Okay. And then with my wife, I watch normal people stuff. <laughs> um, I get that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, board game convention. This was uh, my first time going to a board game convention. Your first time going to a board game convention. And we went one day on Sunday. Yes. Uh and that was the shorter of all of the days mm-hmm. uh but uh it was great we had a good time we got to see a lot of yeah. cool stuff got to talk to a lot of cool people uh we had some friends that we met up with there we uh bought food that was um uh pricey very unreasonably priced <laughs> yeah and uh i mean maybe that was on us for our preparation Situation, but uh, yeah, uh, it was fun, it was a great time. Um, you want to kick it off with what, what what we started off with? Yeah, so when we
1: first got there, um, you know, obviously like gearing up for it, we're looking at like what different panels there are and things like that. Um, which we only really went to one, that was when we first got there, uh, because uh, a big part we just kind of wanted to see like the ex- exhibit floor and everything that was going on there. <clears throat> So the first panel that we went to um, was one about adapting role-playing games for children, which I was really interested in because – I have children. I have children. And we just got into Dungeons & Dragons, and I was having an awesome time Mm -hmm. playing that. And I, I thought, oh, that's cool. Like the I'd like idea of like play, simplifying that and play this with
0: my kids or something. Yeah, play
1: like with that. the kids until they get a little bit older, and then we can play like the full version and and what have you. Um, and so you know, you having children as well, uh, both thought we'd gain something from yeah from going to that
0: uh, yeah that panel. So yeah, it was a good panel. I think the big takeaway uh, was uh, just. Do whatever. Yes.
1: It was kind of weird because I was expecting something like a little more structured in the sense of like, okay, here's how you can – here's the things that you can remove from, yeah. say, remove Dungeons and these Dragons. things of
0: these aspects of the rules um, right. that are you know overly complicated or simplify your dice rolls in this way or, right. uh, or you use these like cues cards instead of character sheets or things like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, for me it's like my son is not at a reading level yet. I mean he's he's getting there. He's definitely working on it and he's right. very excited about it, but certainly he's a ways away from reading and filling out a and d character sheet. Yes. You know? Uh so uh I that's kind of what I was looking for and it seemed to be more geared towards um using tabletop RPGs as um you know developmental tools for younger people to build, uh, social skills and, uh, and, uh, to, uh, you know, assist people with, um, developmental issues. Right. Like it like was, that.
1: uh, it was the hosts on the panel were in large part doctors that are currently working in, um, in their profession, with uh, you know, like kids on the autism spectrum and yeah. things like that, yeah. and using um, role playing games as a way to help their development and socialization and and growth and things like that, which is awesome, which you know, is it was great, very cool to see. Um, just not really what I expected by the description of the right. the panel, and so because of. What they were gearing it more towards was just kind of adapting to your audience right, and so they didn't have any specific rules because didn't they're... have any
0: like like how to's and and things like that right. It was right. mostly like listen and respond and make the make a safe space um and and uh just really get the feedback from the players and respond to them at, at how they need it right. Right, so
1: basically if you have somebody that uh, really loves crunching numbers, make it a numbers game. You know, if you have someone that just likes to really use their imagination and just kind of, um, you know, go in wild directions, go with
0: it. Um, If you have someone who's having a hard time waiting for their turn, give them the space to step away. Right. Until it's their turn. Yeah. 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 Uh, If you've got people that are feeling anxious as they're playing, you know, give them the space to, you know, feel comfortable. Yeah, and removing
1: any, like, barriers, like the things that might make the players feel uncomfortable Yeah, or things that they don't like. If something's, like, too scary, you know, if you have a
0: monster and it's too scary,
1: don't bring that monster in, you know, like stuff like that. So Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so it was good. Uh, and, and really like the takeaway, and I, I, I simplified in this way, but it, it's something that like really, uh, makes sense to me. And it's something that I can easily apply is, you know, if I'm going to start at some point, you know, help playing games and running games for my kids, um, just do whatever. Yeah. I think that's what the,
1: the, yeah, the takeaway being like, it's not like you don't have to have like a certain structure to it. Yeah, like, you can really do yeah whatever you want. You're role playing, so you know if Make you just want to like sit at a table and just tell a story together, that's that's,
0: that's great. That. So yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, you know give them opportunities to roll some dice. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Um, yeah. So that was a good. That was a cool piano. Uh, it was fun to. To hang out for that uh, and and check that out, and that was all like kind of before the floor opened up. So yeah, that it was, was like, also in the Crab really? God Theater. Yes, was the room. Which I don't know what that is, but it was a cool name. I don't know what that is. I don't know who the Crab God is, but uh, I hope he's chill. <laughs> um, up next, we just went up to the floor, and that was where we spent the rest of our time. Yeah,
1: yeah. There was uh, there was a lot to see. Um, very overwhelming. It was big. Like, you walk in, there's there's a lot going on. Um, I honestly was... And this was supposed to be, like, one of the biggest board game conventions. Yes. Um, And that being said, I was still impressed at the amount of people. Yeah. And this was on Sunday, which is, the I think... The third day. Generally, yeah, it's third day, and generally probably... Less people on that day than... Yeah, maybe. On Friday Saturday? I would guess. Um, but it was massive.
0: The amount of people... Um... A lot of people, uh, a lot of stuff going on. And I think you could tell, too, from some of the people that we talked to, the the um, people displaying games and, and showing stuff there at the booths and everything, maybe a little worn out <laughs> yes from a long weekend of, you know, being on...
1: Yeah. 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 There were a couple encounters we
0: had that were less than ideal. <laughs> I mean, you could tell, you know, trying to talk to somebody, and it's like, man, you probably talked about this game like 80 times yeah. this weekend. And yeah. We're and, getting uh, the last pitch
1: here. <laughs> I think one of the things we walked up to uh, the Restoration Games booth, <laughs> and uh, the, we're girl, like... the girl working work the booth, we're just like looking around, browsing. And uh, the girl's like, "Oh, you know, like, are you guys enjoying the conventions? It's like, yeah, your, she was your friendly, first day. Yeah. yeah, she was friendly, like, you know, open up. And we're like, oh yeah, yeah, is our, uh, you know, we're our only day here. We're here Sunday, and she's like, okay, yeah, well, just a heads up, a lot of people are gonna be sold out of stuff. Yep, not gonna be really anything here. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it totally. was like, this was like one of the first booths we we walked up to, and so it was like, oh." Okay, all right, yeah, let's do Let's well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, okay, um, yeah. And then there was like another dude working their register, or whatever, who like just didn't acknowledge us <laughs> at all. We're like
0: staring at the game, it's like right in front of them. We're like, yes, yeah, yeah we're cool. just like standing right
1: around. It was we're like, like talking about it, had this like distant stare, <laughs> yeah. Like, was like check it out. Probably... Like okay, well, <laughs> see you later. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Nothing to say. Cool. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, it was it was all fun. It yeah. was you know yeah. no harm <laughs> done. Just yeah. it was it was you could tell that yeah. some people were had to, a little. We just
0: had to throw in a quick comment about it. Yeah, because uh, it was just funny to us. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, we we got to see a lot of cool stuff. I think like uh, right off the bat, we got in there and we were like, let's try and uh, let's try and play a game. Uh, and so right at the WizKids booth. Yep. That was the first one that we set that we walked into right there. And uh we got so they had some cool cool stuff there, some D and D minis that we yep. picked up, uh just uh, you know, small souvenirs to to bring with us. And then we uh we sat down with Jose. Yeah, our man Jose. It was very friendly. Very friendly. He was great. Yeah. It was a great start to mm-hmm. like sit down and, and play a game. We played Kung Fu Zoo. And uh, Jose was there, and he showed us how to play. It's a uh, uh, you know dexterity game. Yep, flicking dice mm-hmm. around this uh, this board and and uh, trying to knock each other into the into the holes. Pool pool ball style, except yeah. you're using your are flicking dice with your fingers.
1: Yeah, it was fun. Um, it like something I I'm glad I we got a chance to demo it because it wasn't anything that I would necessarily would have
0: like, gone would have
1: like. Caught your eye. Yeah, would have seeked it out, or, you know, even if I did see it, like, I don't know if I really would have paid it much attention, but playing it is something that, you know, I I would probably pick it up and play with the kids, you know, like, it'd be...
0: I would love to play with my kids. I'm sure that my son would be super into that, Um, flicking the dice uh, for sure. Um, So that's it's definitely went from, you know existing to being on the list, you know, at some point, you know, maybe I'll I'll pick it up someday when I'm, you know, got some, I know I've got some time and, uh, or like, you know, come across it somewhere.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it's one of those ones like you look for games that you can play with your kids that you're going to enjoy as well. And like the thing about dexterity games is, yeah, I mean, you you do have an advantage being like older than the kids. Like you're you have better dexterity than than children do, but because it's a dexterity game, is there's still like you know that kind of anything can happen uh, totally. scenario. So it's not like you're going to totally. totally like crush your child. Um, you know, there's there's a you know a random aspect to it. Totally, uh, totally. Can, so that was fun. What else did we get to play? We played. Um, just one, by Repos Production. Um, this was a party game that you have a card. One person draws a card, and there's numbers uh, one through six. I think six. yeah, something something about that one through yeah. six. And there's a word that uh, you're trying to get that person to guess. So they don't see; they're not looking at the card. Nope, they don't just know what's word on, is on just, there. They just pick a number. Yep. So they say, "I want to do number four. And then all so, of you see
0: what the word is.
1: Yeah. So everybody else sees the word and has to try and get them to guess what that word is by writing just one word. One word to describe <laughs> that word. Right. And if any of the other people writing the word choose the same word, then those get canceled out and you don't get to use them to help the person guess. Right. So it's like a cooperative game. You're all playing together
0: to try and win. Yes. Essentially, so that you was a- your, you know as you get people to guess them right, you calculate your score. And uh, I think there's like a certain goal score for getting everything right. Right. And so basically, you just you keep playing it. You try and you know get a better score. Uh, and it was really cool. It was fun. Really neat concept. And it's definitely something that I could see myself getting and playing with my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, you it's broad appeal for it. Yes. You know, anybody could get into it. Um you whether it's a, you know, hobby gamer, tabletop gamer right. or whether it's, you know, a more casual person who, you know, you can get them to the table, they would have a good time.
1: Yeah, and I think the fact that it's cooperative means you don't get any like the like more
0: nasty, competitive nah. aspect that can sometimes come out. Um, and you can get some kind laughing of like, about it. You got you to gotta be clever when you pick a thing because you yeah. can't just like, you know, everybody picks, you know, the same word. Nobody gets to, you know, they get no information. So you right. have to think, you know, a little bit differently about how you would, uh, you know, describe the thing. So And I think it's th-
1: tricky because some of the stuff you're you're like immediately comes to mind. You're like, oh, well, that's the obvious choice. So I can't write that. And then so you're trying
0: to think of something else. But then you're like, but maybe everyone else is thinking of something else. (laughs) So maybe I should go with the obvious one. Right. And then you end up, you know, screwing up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But it's, yeah, real real fun. Uh, I think, like, one example was that I remember was Jones was the word that we had to get them to guess. Yes. So I wrote down baseball fan that I am, chipper okay baseball fan that you are would you have any idea what i was referring to if i if i showed you chipper i would have no idea okay <laughs> in fact i think i looked at yours and i was like i don't know what that. Means. I don't know what that's a <laughs> right. reference like, there um, um i i did indiana which is yeah I, that would be helpful so if i looked at a thing and it said i got two let's say i have two clues right chipper indiana i'd be like Jones, I would I'd have gotten it. Like, I don't. I, I would. I'm just. I'm gonna go off Indiana Jones, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, and uh, dude, <laughs> you gotta put your nose. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm gonna keep that in there, but that was rough. Hold on. Let me. Uh, let me Let's give this a for pause a for a second. I think. I think I'm gonna end up leaving that sniff in there, just because we were. <laughs> we were in the in the zone. But uh, yeah. <laughs> but warn good warn me next time. Sorry, <laughs> um, I didn't even notice. Just yeah, I know you just your your instinct. <laughs> uh, what do? You, can you remember any other ones? Um, I I remember that I had one, and like almost all the words were t- were taken out, and I like I passed. I was like, I, I have no idea what this is. Um, I know one of them was rap.
1: Oh yes, like R A P. Yes. And um,
0: I don't know if I can remember all the clue words. But someone put like like, like uh, rap artists' names. Yeah. And someone put like. Uh, I think I had like, I think I put rhyme. Yeah. And someone put like bubble for like bubble rap or like something like that. Yeah. Um, I think, but
1: I think someone said like music. Yeah. It was like music and I did rhyme. Yeah. And it's so like, tough yeah. only
0: having one word. Right. You can't write like style of music or something like right, that. Right. Or, um you're you just can... kinda hoping other people build off of yeah. like what you're putting in. You down only so. get one descriptive word. Uh so that that complicates things as well. Uh but yeah, that was that was a fun game. I that's definitely one that I will pick up at some point because I know I could get any group
1: to yeah. play it and have a
0: good time. Mm-hmm. We also got to play Silver. By Bezier Games. This was fun. This was one that we were um, just kind of walking past the table. And uh, the guy, like, the guy who was willing to demo, he was like, hey. <laughs> and, like, that was it. Like, he didn't, like, say anything. He just kind of, like, we walked past and he, like, indicated. Put it like, at you, like, you. Put it at me, you table. table. You table. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like, I'm in. Like, right. what a sales pitch. <laughs> Sign <laughs> me up. Let's let's dive in here. Um uh, and that was a clever game. It was, it was neat.
1: Yeah, uh, I would have to play it more to really get like a like flesh it out and and kind of figure out if it's something that I would actually want to pick up and and have in the library.
0: But um, it seemed like it could be interesting. Yeah, like um,
1: yeah, it's kind of a card like game.
0: A, it's a it's got some uh, memory aspect to it. You have to remember what you have and where. Right, and you use different opportunities to you know, figure out what cards you have in front of you and you cycle them out uh and you're trying to get I think it's the lowest score, right? Yes. Yeah, so you want l- cards with low numbers, but then some cards with high numbers might give you certain abilities that yeah. combine in ways that gets your score down and things like that. So uh and you interact with each other too, so you can, you know, take cards from people, give cards to people and um Yeah, so it it was definitely clever. Yeah. Um and uh I could see it. See it being fun. It's one game that I've seen on Instagram showing up people playing it and I'm like, oh yeah. 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 Like, no, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's That's a cool game. Um, but uh yeah, I mean it's yeah, totally totally cool game. Um, and then last, what else what what else what was the other demo game? We
1: played was? uh Kapow by two ton Porcupine. It's, <laughs> it's a big porcupine. It's <laughs> a big porcupine. Um, this game was a essentially two player game, uh, a dice, dice building game, I guess yeah, you could say like
0: you're, you've got a a set of dice that you roll in secret and then you plot out how you're going to do your thing.
1: Yeah. And then you can customize them. Like there's like snap on faces for
0: some of the other like frame of add more dice to your pool of dice. And customize them in certain ways. Right. So uh, superhero-themed. Superhero-themed. Superheroes fighting supervillains, and they're you're rolling the dice, and then you're doing either I'm going to do my attacks or I'm going to do defenses, depending on what I roll. It's like, okay, so I rolled this hand, and now I have to decide these three dice are going to give me attacks, these two are going to give me defenses. These two are wild. Yeah, I can put them wherever I want. It's like okay, well, it seems like my hand is leaning towards attack. I'm going to go attack heavy this round. Right. Uh, the next round, maybe I roll uh, to customize, upgrade my dice, change my dice, add new dice, things like that. I'm going to spend this round doing that, and then you leave yourself open to get attacked, and you get you know lose a ton of health, something like that. Um, so it was neat it was cool uh fun game good uh good artwork like well done artwork yeah superhero style um
1: the game itself like i think like and maybe it was just my preference to the game or or what have you but um it it's weird because you and i think like you brought this up as soon as we first started there's you have a little screen that pops up that uh or not like pops up but like you have a screen that you put up between you and the other player. And this is because you as you roll, you're picking how you're going to place the die. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a, like a privacy screen because you don't want them to know like what you're putting your dice on.
0: You don't want them to know that you're going to do an attack or defense,
1: right? Like what are you tra- are you trying to build dice or you're trying to attack them, you know? So um but to your point, it was, like, what's stopping you from just flipping these dice to, like, whatever
0: you want them to be? Yeah, which, I mean, who really wants to play games that way? You're Not like, me. Where I know. Just... I don't
1: enjoy that. I wouldn't enjoy playing and yeah. just, like, cheating like that. Like, I wouldn't get anything out of it. Um, and hopefully, like, you don't want to play with people that would do that.
0: But, but it's still just there.
1: It's just, yeah. And like, maybe you're getting a little competitive at the end, and you're just like, ah, I really needed this dice to pop up. Maybe I'll just say that's what.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, like <laughs> you lower your thing. And it's like, whoa, look at this. I got I got two new dice with all wild faces. What do right. you know? Like, it's crazy. I was the craziest hand. Isn't that wild? And I was like, next turn, you just destroy them. You know, right.
1: Like, I don't know. Uh,
0: I that just found myself
1: at the end of our like getting to the end of the game and just being like I'm good, like I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that one out of the ones we demoed, that that you know I don't I don't think I'd pick that up
0: personally. Yeah, yeah. But it it was fun to play. It was fun to play something. Yeah, it's cool to demo. Um, now to move on to other other neat things that we saw. Yeah, there was a lot to see. There was a lot to see. A lot of cool stuff. Um. And one of my favorite things that I was excited to look for, "Too Many Bones," by Chip Theory Games. Yeah, Too Many Bones. Too many boners. Boing. Too just. <laughs> Sorry, we had to. Yeah, had to get it. too many bones. Um, uh, we're gonna take a quick sneeze break. We'll be right back. And we're back. <laughs> Too Many Bones. We were excited to see Too Many Bones. It's a game that I'm very much interested in and uh, had been hearing about and reading about, and it looks dope. Yeah. It was a very cool-looking game. Awesome components, custom dice. Lots of dice. You basically you have a character sheet that's like a mat in front of you with a chart on it with yeah. empty spots for you to add dice to. And then you add those dice, and they become abilities that you use in combat and exploration. And you increase your stats, and it just looks awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we got a quick little—we didn't get to play the game, but we got a quick little demo yes. of the game and how it works. and uh, you Basically,
0: you got you got a crew, and you take them—it's th- you, You're it's a co-op game. You go on adventures with them, and you can do, you know— easy, medium, and hard, or short, medium, and long, and things like that, and it just sounds awesome, and I would really love to get into that game, spend some more time with that game, and uh, let's just say the barrier to entry is high?
1: <laughs> yes. It is a pricey game at, like, what was it, like 130?
0: Something like that. It was um, over a hundred dollars. Yeah. So at some point, you know, that's on the list. At some point, I would like to to get into that, uh, but uh, that day is not today. Um, but it look it's it looked just as good as I thought it would, and it it seems really fun. Components are great. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a a quick way to play like an RPG. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and all I don't even know if it be, like DM. quick, but. Yeah. You know, no DM, you're just all play everybody's a player. Uh and you, you kinda go do the adventure based on like you flip over a card and here's the encounter description and stuff like that. Sound it just seems awesome. It seems yeah. like a really great game. And I I would really love to spend some more time with that at some point. Um but yeah, we, we're moving on from there. Another thing that stood out to us. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Uh so
0: this is
1: was local to us. Mm-hmm. Um uh RPG
0: called Beyonder. Beyonder RPG, published by Flying Night Bear Games. Yeah. Um,
1: nothing I had ever was familiar with before. No, I hadn't heard of it before. Going to this convention, which is cool because that's kind of like what were, the whole point. Yeah. You go to these conventions, you find stuff that you've heard of.
0: Um, we're in like an RPG mood right now. Yes. I'm super into an RPG mood right now. Like I just want to – I want to – Read, get get RPG books and read read them and plan out campaigns and stuff. Which yeah. we don't have time for. We are, just need to stick with our D and D thing for a bit here. Right. We'll, <laughs> we'll touch into some other ones at some point when we can. But this one looked really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, it's a again, family we're, project. We're Philly based, and yeah, it's a Philly um, Philly based family that yes. had been working on it like over like thirty years. Yeah. I they think, said it's
0: just been also. like a family project. Just a thing that they've. Done for forever. They've built out this world and built out this system and published it recently within the last two years, I think. Yeah. And they've got their their book. looks great. They had really cool artwork and everything. And bestiary, cool character design. The artwork is really cool. It's really unique. It's got a different feel, different flavor to it than other fantasy rpgs which i think was part of the goal around it they were saying right moving away from the tolkien-esque fantasy uh ideas into just you know more more unique things and it was cool that they got these rad cobra snake people that look awesome Mm -hmm. that i want to be one of them (laughs) Uh, and other other really cool cool stuff so i was i was really into that and We'll definitely um we'll definitely spend more time looking into that one
1: yeah. to come. Yeah, that's definitely something to to keep on the watch list.
0: The Witcher RPG we also saw, which I was excited about. Uh that game looks really cool. Uh it's uses artwork from the video games, which I spend a lot of time with.
1: Yeah. Which is pretty uh pretty cool that they were able to get that Yeah. Like the the right side artwork for the for the RPG, because it seemed like kind of like a smaller thing going on there.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm not exactly sure, you know, about um, who the who the company is that put that all together. It says here all R Talzorian Games, and that's what I was just looking up on the website. But um, Witcher tabletop RPG that's got a different system to it. I think it kind of simplifies some things. You only use d10 dice, I think. Uh, for it and uh they gave us a free you know w- starter right how to like, you know a getting started into the game yeah. booklet uh and and that's cool uh I spent some time looking over that and I'm a big fan of the Witcher uh I'm a big fan of the games read the read the books and I could see myself getting into the Witcher RPG tabletop RPG uh, but it's one of those things j- j- similar to it. you it, just, I can only commit to one right. tabletop RPG at the t- at the moment.
1: Right, right. It's a, <laughs> it's a lot to commit to. Uh, it's kind of odd too. like, obviously when we were there, I didn't know, like I haven't, I hadn't played any of the Witcher games, but at the time of recording this, uh, the show is out on Netflix and I've watched all of it. I really enjoyed the show. Was able to pick up the the game, uh, the third game, um, and haven't really got a chance to dive into that. But um, it's it's a cool world. I like what I've seen so far of it. So, um, but I think the thing is that's weird. Is like, and what I think we you mentioned do? this is in the RPG. Is like.
0: Everyone wants to be the Witcher.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so what would you do if you're just like not the Witcher? Like uh, yeah, and like I don't know. Yeah, like... I mean I, I get I think I can understand some of that. I mean, uh I definitely I played the shit out of The Witcher 3 and I loved it. I played through it multiple times um and mostly for Gwent. Um <laughs> you will understand soon. Yeah, um, I got a little taste <clears throat> of quit. Yeah. All right. So, um yeah, I mean I, I I love the I love the whole I love the world. I love the characters. Um the the story of the Witcher, story of the sh- the show, the books and the the games, they really center around a small group of characters. Right. And the world exists uh but as far as like what you're interacting with when you go to any of those things, you're with that group of characters. Yeah. Uh, now I think as much time as I've spent in that world, I could see some fun conflicts and, and things to do and characters to be, whether someone wants to be a sorceress or, uh, you know, soldier or what have you. Right. Uh, in addition to being a witcher, um, so I think I think there could be it could be fun and it's something that I would like to do. I would totally like to play the Witcher RPG, but it's just getting a group together it's hard enough to get a group together for D&D. Right. Let alone a group that like knows enough about the world of the Witcher to want to play the Witcher it's RPG. It's a much uh more niche uh yeah. interest. Even more niche than D&D. Yeah. Yeah. But uh I mean at some point I'd I'd love to to get into it. Who knows what'll happen. Um and then uh yeah, what do we see? What was another thing that stood out to you? Well, uh when we <laughs> wandered over to Restoration Games, uh
1: they friendliest, have friendliest booth at Packs friend- on point. <laughs> Friendliest Booth. Uh they have uh, Return to Dark Tower, which uh I think is getting kick this month. Or it might, by the time this comes out, might already be on Kickstarter. And I'm sure we'll be well-funded. Yes. By the first day. Um, So, like, I've been, I have this, like, curiosity for, like, vintage games and uh, had been looking up a lot of, like, vintage stuff online. And one of the things that came across was Dark Tower, which I had no previous knowledge about. Or anything. Right, but me neither. Uh in the world of vintage games, this seems to be a very popular one to where it's going if to buy it on eBay is like several hundreds of dollars to right. buy this It's got a cool tower. <laughs> yeah. It's got this like electronic tower and it's like this RPG. Um, looks very cool. And uh they are redoing it and making it look cool, even cooler. Yeah. So, yeah. I looks saw like it weird. out on a table with a yeah.
0: huge tower.
1: Yeah, they had a demo of it there, and it, it looked awesome. And I didn't get enough chance, uh, enough time to, like, really uh, take a There look were a at lot of people at the table, so we didn't really yeah. get to, like, see everything. But uh, but it looked really cool.
0: And so that was another little cool experience we saw. Yes, uh, that looks cool. They are the same people that did the Fireball Island yes. release. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which that's cool. That looks cool as well. So they, you know, that they do good quality work in right. making these games come back to life and be fun and look cool. Yeah. So I like the idea of like you know finding these games that
1: were like maybe once really popular, and uh, or were great ideas that you know need to come back. Right. Need to be seen again. Yeah. So I like the the idea of that that company and and you know look forward to, you know
0: new stuff that they'll be putting out. We also saw some super expensive gaming tables. Yeah, yeah, and I
1: really want one, but they're, like, (laughs) (laughs) $7,000. (laughs) $7,000?
0: They look so I think that was on the cheap end. I mean, it's, like, it's funny. Like, I think uh, when people think about what they would do if they win the lottery, they're, like, oh, I'm going to, like, get A hot tub, I'm gonna have like an indoor pool in my house, like yeah. a basketball court, buy, and like, and, like Mercedes Benz, and buy sorry. all these cars. And like, I'm like, dude, I'm gonna get a gaming table, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of super expensive gaming you know, get a super expensive gaming table with the <laughs> pull out drawers for my yeah, stuff, the and the cup holders, holders, and the, <laughs> the, the, the velvet, trays. Uh, table. And yeah, they looked awesome,
1: they're very cool. Um, I, yeah, I don't. Know when I would ever be able to afford one, but maybe I could build one. <laughs> maybe I could that's kind of get, more yeah. in my yeah. scope of things yes. to do. Is... If I
0: put my mind to it, I not like that. Like, I these guys are professional, no, yeah. These ones are these tables are made by craftsmen, right? Yes, like they're more ornate and they have these. like... Uh, Let like... me try to pull one of these up while you're talking because I want to shout out the company. Cause it's like unbelievable quality work.
1: Yeah. Like they, they you know, there's like locking uh, components that go in where like we were talking about like drink holders, dice trays, um, like, you know, places to put like manuals and and all sorts of stuff. And uh, then you have like the, yeah, the felt lined inner table with like overlays that you can put over top that, um, you know, it, you basically, it's a normal table and you lift up the center, yeah. and then it's like totally, you know, an inset felt line table with like lighting around the inside, um, matching chairs with, uh, you know, yeah, like custom designs on them and things like that. Uh, all sorts of really cool stuff. And yeah, I would, I do not have the skill set to build something in that quality, but I could probably do a lit. Uh, and I don't mean like the millennial phrase. I mean like lighting, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> internally lit, <laughs> um, felt lined with maybe a removable top top,
0: and that would be okay on, with on four, spin, four spindly <laughs> legs. Yes, I can't. <laughs> right. I, can't and find, <laughs> I can't find uneven. Uh, I can't find the specific people that were at packs unplugged because uh, there's a million people that are on the Google for board game tables. Right. But, uh, I mean, the, what we saw there has to be the best of the best. Yeah. It was it was very impressive. Yeah. Uh,
1: there was also, uh, with that they, uh, oh, I forget the name of the company as well, but they had very um, high-end... Dice like, tray. Dice trays, dice, like... Dice like towers. gemstone dice and oh, yeah. all sorts of stuff. Uh, yeah, like handcrafted things, like really well crafted. That Same kind of thing, like... I like looking at this. Yeah. I like, really like it. <laughs> it looks great,
0: this but... This stuff looks awesome. Yeah, but spending a couple
1: hundred dollars on a dice tray probably can't. <laughs> My Swing eyes out. are having a great
0: time with these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> time to move on. Yep, yep. That uh, no, was kind no. of like,
1: oh, these are great to look at.
0: Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I think ultimately... Uh, Board gaming is tabletop gaming. Board gaming is. I've heard it described this way: it's a it's a luxury hobby, right? Um, you, you spend money for board games. You spend money for, um, you know, it's it's an investment. Right. Being into this, buying mm-hmm. new games is always going to be an investment. Uh, people are constantly designing things to be beautiful, to be well crafted, to be as 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 great quality as they can make it, uh, and that's what it is. Right. And so that's why I think in a lot of cases this market exists for these super luxury items. Oh, yeah. And they're awesome, and they look amazing, and I I really love them, and would and they're, you know, uh, bucket list th- items. Yes. You know, stuff like that. And for that. some
1: people that, uh, you know, maybe – more often play these tabletop, uh, like RPGs, like D and D, uh, stuff like that, that it might be an investment worth having for them. Totally. So like, even yeah. though it's like something that's like, Oh, I'm, it's going to take me a while to get there and, and purchase one of these, but, um, it's worth having totally. because I play, D&D I use it all the time, weekly, yeah. you know, or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. Like you're, you're willing to, Put that kind of money into something like that, and it's a normal table. Like, it can be a normal table. So, I mean, a, yeah. a normal, a nice looking normal table isn't cheap either. Right. But you know, you're talking about several thousand dollars more for one of these gaming tables. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, we also saw this uh this troll game, <laughs> troll game. It's a yeah. troll game. Uh, so, who's the
1: company? Uh, Burnt Island Games, which is um
0: part of. Kids Table. table. Uh um, Kids Table Board Games is kind of their brand for more family-oriented games. Yes. They decided to make a new uh new new entity for some of their more involved Yeah. more involved games and they got this game that's it's a troll game. It's about trolls. It's uh the name escapes me and you have it written down. So we were talking about this before we started this episode as we're putting our notes together. We're gonna I'm gonna go with um it's the the in it's called in the trolls the troll king's halls. In the in the mountain halls of the trolls king. (laughs) In the (laughs) it's the The get closer. It's okay. Um in the mountain king's (laughs) horde. In in the, I'll give it to you. You were you. You're pretty close. You actually would have
1: done a lot better than I would have if I had to, had guessed at this. It's uh, it's called in
0: the hall of the mountain king. In the hall of the mountain king. There's so no troll. Not troll in is there. not in the name, but I think there. I think it's about trolls. You so. are playing trolls. I was not trying to <laughs> make any comment about the name. It's just uh, it was <laughs> that's a great name. It, it sounds awesome. It's just one of those ones like. I remember it had like trolls and mountains and yes. stuff like
1: that. In it. Yes, so,
0: in the halls um, of the mountain king, the guy who explained this game to us, he was one of my favorite people that we met.
1: Oh yeah, he he did a great job. Um, he was very energetic and he was not uh, one of the. He, he
0: was not. It's a couple that runs that company right. that that, yeah. that designs and, and develops those games. He was not a part of that couple but he was there with them at the show and he was telling us about the game. He was very excited about it and he told us about a lot of the cool things that go on in that game and it sounds awesome.
1: Yeah, it did. I I'm very intrigued with like the the stuff that they'll come out with because I am also like I love the design and everything of like the kids table stuff and um it looks very similar, like yeah. in the Burnt Island, like really high quality artwork and design and uh, and everything. So I'm really and leaning into a style. In, in that. Yes, yes. It's not and, like uh,
0: it's not like when you see a game that's like, okay, you're going for like a couple different things here. You didn't quite land on your style, right? But these right. guys, they always they know their style and they they land. It's very solid. Uh, yeah. And this one seems like it's got some really unique mechanics as far as the exploration of the. Tunnels goes and yeah. the way that it uses the cards and things like that. So it seems like it will be a unique game to play.
1: They had another
0: game, and I wish I could remember the title. I should have jotted down a
1: note for it because uh I went on their website and I didn't see it on there because it's something that there will be kick starting soon. And so From Burnt Island, not from, from Kids Island. Table. Yeah, yeah. Um and you know, the, the Mountain King uh, one that like, that's like which drew us in. We were like asking about that. And then he's like, oh, yeah, we got this other game coming out. And uh, that looked really interesting too. So um, keep your eye out. Yeah. Like check out Bird Island Games and like check, you know, keep an eye on Kickstarter for their stuff because it looks really,
0: really cool, really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I believe the in the halls of the Mountain King ha- has already been successfully Kickstarted. And Yes. They're finishing up that process before its release. Right, right. Um, we also saw Frosthaven. Frosthaven. The sequel to Gloomhaven. They had quite a booth. Big box games. Yeah. Big heavy games. I couldn't carry them right now because my back hurts. They <laughs> –
1: yeah, You'll throw out your back <laughs> just trying to carry Gloomhaven or Frosthaven. Um, they – what, yeah, one of the things that I guess I would have, and we're sidetrack a little bit here, uh, expected about some of these booths is um, a little more, a little more. I would expect a little more going on in some of the booths. Um, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of like spectacle to these, uh, but Frost Haven had the spectacle. Oh, yeah. They had, and they were, some. yeah. They you were, saw people
0: walking around with troll horns on their heads all over the convention. <laughs> right, those were from tape, Right, yes, they were like handing
1: out these troll horns. We we scooped some up. They had a photo um, booth. Yeah, they had a, like a, a person cosplay as like one of the characters. and You get your picture taken with them, and they had uh, like a whole. They had a gameplay setup going, and I I guess you could demo it because there were looked like there were people playing it. So I don't know how you would get in and demo this game so but there's only one uh, table with it. Yeah, they only had one table though. That was the, the downside. But uh they had this whole like um miniature scenery, uh like terrain village. and everything uh built around it. It looked awesome. So Yeah.
0: And I think that's the the uh thing about that particular game that makes it different is this like village building aspect. Oh, uh, okay. So where in Gloomhaven it's mostly adventuring. Uh in Frosthaven you're also have adventuring, and you have, like, town building. Right. right. Which is cool. Um, we have not played Gloomhaven. No. We have... It's on the list. It's on the list. Uh, it's another one of those things, you know, trying to figure out, do we play a couple games, or do we play one game? Right. Like, we could... With... The frequency at
1: which we can get together to play games, we could just play Gloomhaven for the rest of our lives. Or we could try or to or play, we could play more games. games. Yeah. And uh, for what we're trying to do here, it just doesn't uh fit nicely into what we're trying to accomplish.
0: Yet. But hopefully we're play at it. some point we'll play it. We'll play, we'll get it. We'll get into Gloomhaven at the top point. Frosthaven looks awesome. You know it's gonna be really high quality. Uh, it's going to be a big box. It's going to have cool stuff. It's going to be great. Yeah, to that point, the guy
1: that was uh, kind of like uh, explaining everything he was like, Yeah, so it's going to go on Kickstarter, you know, next year, blah, 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 at this time. If you guys got Gloomhaven today and started playing it, you might be done by the time it's, the game, the release game it ships, it ships yeah. to you. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, Okay, that's okay. a commitment. That's got commitment. It.
0: Understood. Uh, we're gonna move on now from other from things we saw that were interesting to the games that we bought, and I think we'll probably move a little quickly through some of these and wrap up here. But uh, we we got picked up a couple cool things. Yeah. Most excited for Critical Mass.
1: Yeah, Critical Mass was good. That was a
0: um, Arcane Wonders snag. Uh, they had a great deal for it, and we dove on it. We bought both boxes, so we got four giant robots to bring home and battle.
1: Ready to battle. Um, we also checked
0: out um, one of my favorite was the Oink Games. Yeah, they had a great booth, really like simple, just like their game design, their booth was like... Yeah, and they had a lot of like uh,
1: demos going on and stuff like that. Uh, tables and... all around that you could play. Dude, I would say, honestly, play their games. I just wanted to go through and just buy every single game they yeah. had. I know. I know. And Me
0: too. And
1: I was uh, you know, I ended up picking up uh, Dual Clash Poker which uh, is this two versus two kind currently of currently only available game.
0: in Japan?
1: Yeah, only available in Japan, which is awesome because they had it there for um, for the con, and so I was like, I gotta get this because yep. I can't. I'm not gonna be able to buy it regularly anywhere. So, so you have the only copy in America, right? <laughs> Probably not, but But it's hard to get, anyway.
0: I picked up up Startups from there because I knew that that was one that I'd heard about that sounded awesome to me, and so I'm excited. Got to play it a little bit, and it's super fun and a good small box, real small box. Uh, But Oink Games, good booth, good games. We've had good times checking out those games so far. Uh,
1: Also picked up in our... Diving deeper into RPGs, and this was something that actually was talked about in the um, the panel that we went to at the beginning. In in type of RPG that's like easier to get into and kind of like easier rules and simpler concept, and that's Kids on Bikes. Kids on Bikes, and what oh, the company I'm going to find it is. I got it. I got it. Renegade? Renegade. Renegade. Because they had the lanyards for the for the con. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I know it's an art, but I can't remember the name. Yep. Um But yeah, kids on bikes, this um
0: I'm excited to play this. Simpler
1: concept where you're it's like you think about any type of movie, mm-hmm. you know, uh Stranger Things, or yeah. Stand By Me, or, yeah, I think they also, Goonies. Like, uh, Goonies, yeah, like, stuff like that, like, you think about, like, these kids going on adventures, and um, that's really the the concept behind it, and uh, it, I'm, I'm excited, yeah. and it seems like something that's, like, not that complex, that you could do, like, a one-shot, yeah, and yeah, like, we're gonna do that, and, we're gonna do some one-shots, really we're gonna
0: do a one-shot of this, and we're gonna get get a feel for how it plays, and we'll see if we end up spending more time with it. I'm excited about it. You bought the game. Uh, we also got – they had like a free uh, handout, which is like an overview of some, some of the rules and like a one-shot story or something. Yeah, in like there just enough to get started out. kind of thing. Yeah, just like a getting started thing, and you bought it. So we're ready to roll. Yeah. Ready to roll with kids on bikes. And uh it looks great. It's got good artwork, it's comic book style kind of look to it. Yeah. Uh and I'm really excited about that. We're gonna do that one, uh, for sure soon. You're gonna you're gonna run it. Yes. You're gonna be the man for yeah. the the man with the plan on that one. Uh it'll be fun. We'll give Bradley a chance to to play a, right. as a character <laughs> instead of DM uh for once. So uh that'll be that'll be fun. Looking forward to that. We picked up some minis. Yep. Speaking of D and D, yeah, some... picked up our characters for, yep. for some D&D, ones that yeah. that match our characters. So I got a fighter, uh, elf high
1: elf high elf fighter, <laughs> and yeah, I picked up my uh,
0: my human ranger ranger ranger. Yeah, great. I'm, we're getting into minis. We're gonna yeah. D D's we're we're really into D&D right now. We're on the we're we have dove in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh so that's cool. We're excited about that. Then we picked up like some odds and ends here and there. Picked up
1: uh Yeah, I got some dice. You yeah. Know, you got like some dice,
0: got some stuff for the kids to come home. Got this big foam dice. Yeah. Yeah. The big D, foam D twenty. Yep. Um let's pack some plugged.
1: Yeah, that that kind of uh wraps it up for us uh with PAX Unplugged. It was a great time. I'll be looking forward to going again in twenty
0: twenty. We will go again in twenty twenty. Hopefully we'll get we'll get we'll do the whole thing, we'll see. It's a lot.
1: Yeah, it's it's a lot. I don't know if we'd be like three days seems like it's a commitment, but I'm Yeah, I'm willing to try and make that commitment because it was a good time. It was a good time. There was definitely like they have a whole game library there that we did like you know browse through real quick, but we didn't actually like take the time to pick stuff up and play some
0: some stuff. Now we were pretty much just trying to see new stuff. Yeah,
1: but there were a whole bunch of demo tables with different games, and there was just so much so much going on. There was uh, tournaments and stuff like that, which you know is out of my scope, but. Uh, you know, it's there. They definitely had some painting tutorials, which I would be more into if we had time, mm-hmm. but I didn't really get to do those either. Probably be so. more
0: strategic with our food choices. <laughs> yeah, I think we paid like, uh, you know. It was eight bucks, I think, for a Pepsi, like a bottle of Pepsi. Yeah. And I, I left it somewhere. I drank like half of it, <laughs> and then I was playing a game, and I got up, and I was like, I don't know where that is now. Yeah, $4 a Pepsi. Ugh. Ten Anyways. ounces. <laughs> Packs unplugged, great time. Highly recommend. Quit, yeah, it was great. Yeah, a lot of fun. We, I, I think I intentionally went in there with like I'm not going to spend a ton of money here. Right. I'm just going to get my eyes on a bunch of stuff. Uh, so I know some people like left packs unplugged with like stacks and stacks of games. Which oh, and is great. I would have
1: wanted to totally. But yeah, uh, yeah well, just, it wasn't in the cards. But I think well, I, you I, know I, we, we were more strategic. Had and my, my
0: self control was with me. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, uh, that that about wraps it up. Yeah, um, so, that was uh, PAX Unplugged 2019. Yeah, this is our episode for PAX Unplugged 2019. You can find us at R I P on Instagram, deadbirdrip on Instagram. Website is deadbird.rip, and you can
1: email us any questions, comments, or games you want to hear us play or anything at deadbirdrip at gmail.com.